0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Division One Only. My name is Eduardo Villalpando, and I'm your host. And today we have a really special guest, Patrick Gibson. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, so Patrick attended Texas A&M for his freshman year. He, After his freshman year, he opted to go pro, and he's a rising American star at only 20 years old. He has a career high of, of 449 in the ATP, and yeah, during his freshman year at Texas A&M, he was the ITA Rookie of the Year. He reached a career high of seven in the ATA, ITA national ranking, so you had a pretty good career at Texas A&M for only being there, what, what was it, one semester?
1: Yeah, I went in the spring, and uh, I knew I was just going to go for a semester, but yeah, I was, I was pretty happy with uh, with the way things uh, played out there. and. I got to play a lot of individual, um, you know, challengers and and some tour events as well during my my season there. So, um, yeah, I was pretty happy with the way that it all went.
0: Yeah. So you're from North Carolina. Uh, You reached a career high of 18 in the ITF Juniors. How did you decide to go to Texas A&M? Yeah, um,
1: I had, you know, I had a decent amount of options. And I kind of just took my time and 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 talked to a bunch of coaches and listened to what everyone had to say. Um, and at the end of the day, I just I just felt like uh, Steve Denton and Kevin O'Shea um, and some of the guys on the team at Texas A and M were would be kind of where I fit in the best. Um, so I made kind of a late decision to go, but but yeah, I think looking back, it was a, it was a good decision.
0: Yeah, how come you? went there until until the spring did you finish high school late or how or what happened
1: so i went actually i was let's see i was 18 when i was when i was there as a freshman um so i finished school early uh, oh, i finished okay. my second semester of, of 12th grade early um because that would have been that spring would have been my second semester of 12th grade Um, so I finished that early and then I was able to, you know, be a freshman at that time instead. All
0: right. All right. Oh, so so that's perfect. You went earlier. Yeah, I went earlier. Um, so you were a freshman then opted out to go out and play professional, which is, a, which was a smart decision for you maybe at the time. What made you take that decision? I think
1: I kind of had it already played out in in my head that I was just going to go for one semester um, I didn't think I was quite ready physically before I went to school and I'm not even sure I was 100% ready just after that one semester. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, I really wanted to pursue it. And, you know, for me, there was no, no better time than the present. So, uh, I just went ahead and I, and I, and I pulled the plug and I decided to do it. Yeah, that that actually
0: leads me to my second to my next question. Uh, what aspects of your game do you think you improved the most at Texas A&M?
1: I think I think you know one of the big things with college tennis is you really learn how to compete well. Um, I mean, you're on a team and you're playing for more than just yourself, obviously. So the level of I mean the level of competition in college tennis is extremely high. Um, you know, every every couple of days you're playing you know stars from a different school. Um, so it's challenging, and you got to dig, and you got to compete, and you got to learn how to play when you're tired, uh, learn how to play with pressure, um, and then you know, obviously, you know, me and, and Steve and Kevin were able to work on some some fundamental things in my game as well during that time. Yeah. So
0: because you were playing number one for for the squad in your freshman year, right?
1: Yeah, I came in and I, and I started at one.
0: Yeah, so you basically were playing really quality matches every every weekend, which is not easy or well for an eighteen year old at that time, coming into a big school, and maybe maybe pressure. I don't know if that will be that will be a good word for it. But at the end of the day, you ended up going seventeen and ten in singles, which was really good, considering, as I said before, you were a freshman and everything. So overall, you had a good, good semester in college.
1: Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think it was was pretty decent. Um, yeah, definitely a little bit of, you know, pressure at the beginning because, you know, I'm playing ahead of, at the time was Jordi Arcanada and Arthur Renderneck uh two seniors and Arthur was top five in the country and Jordy Arcanada is a really good player and um even some other guys you know just coming in and proving that you know I'm good enough and that I have the right mindset to to lead that squad so yeah it was a little bit of pressure but you know I, I thought I did there were some matches in there that I think kind of slipped away from me but for the most part I thought I had a pretty good uh, pretty good season.
0: Yeah. Uh was it was college tennis all you expected it to be? Yes and no. I mean
1: it's you really don't you can't really feel the the energy and the yeah, the pressure until you're actually in one of those situations, you know, like a you know, three all match or a three two match, a close match and and it's just yeah, it's it's something that you can't really prepare for until you get there and then once you get there and you feel it, you can kind of you know try to mimic that in other situations and improve in those situations. But um, it was great, um, super fun, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed my time there.
0: Yeah, how would you describe your experience at College Station?
1: That was great. I mean, it was it was short. Um, it was it was it was great, and short. Um, yeah, I mean, those are pretty much the two the two ways I would describe it. We had a really close team. Uh, really good team, really good really good team, really close team. Uh, it was fun um, all those guys I'm super close with, so um, short lived but but really fun at the same time.
0: Yeah, so moving on from college a little bit, um, how was the transition for you into the pro tour coming from doing one semester in college
1: it was uh, it's, it's tough because I've actually I haven't really been fully healthy since I, I left college. Uh, honestly, I had, in the summer of 2018, I had some shoulder shoulder stuff, and then pretty much I missed the entire 2019 with a, uh, a fracture in my elbow. Um, so I really haven't been able to, to go out there and play the schedule that I would like to. Um, I was, you know, just about to. I was in Europe, actually, uh, getting ready to play eight weeks, and uh, obviously what's what's been happening in the world now prevented that. Um, so it's, it's been a little bit tough, but I think, you know, tra- in training my level is there and I've gotten a lot stronger and that's one of the main things. Physi- physically, I, I feel like I'm 100% ready now. Um, so it's just a matter of time, I think.
0: And aside from physically, mentally, do you think you have matured in the last in the last two years than before?
1: For sure. I, mean, I think, I think you know, I was I was away from from home and from my parents from a young age, you know, due to training. But I think you know, continuing that path in, in college and and you know, kind of becoming the person that you want to be, and and you know, things change and you, and you learn stuff. So um, I think definitely I've I've matured in, in a lot of different aspects. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah, was a state was going to University of North Carolina an option, or you didn't want to stay at home?
1: Yeah, it was it was an option. I think um, I made the decision to go to college in January a little bit too late um, for North Carolina to be like a, a legit option. Um, I've been talking to the coaches there. I really like both of those guys, and I like a lot of guys in the team. Um, but at that stage, when I made that decision that I was going to school in, in January, that late in the year, um, I mean, my options got you know significantly smaller. But I think either way, I would have I would have definitely ended up at ANM. Yeah, and um,
0: so since a very young age, you've been in the I wouldn't say national spotlight only, but international spotlight. Um, so. In 2018, you got to travel with Team USA to Croatia for a Davis Cup tie, basically as a hitting partner. Um, how would you describe that experience, and how different was it from you going with the Junior Team USA to the to Junior Davis Cup ties?
1: Yeah, that was that was honestly one of my looking back, one of my favorite experiences I've had in my in my tennis career, actually. Um, that was a phenomenal tie. It was. It was turned out to be three-two Croatia. and Chorich beat France. I think it was like six-four in the fifth, in the in the final rubber. And it was uh, it was an incredible time there. Um, pretty similar, honestly. Like you know, team team environment. Um, you know, those guys are playing for their country. Obviously, they're a little bit older. You know, more mature than I was at sixteen, seventeen, traveling with Team USA. But pretty similar concept. And uh, yeah, it was super fun and. Really enjoyed that week in Croatia. It was great.
0: Yeah, actually, I, I think I think Team USA does a really good job bringing young prospects into their Davis Cup ties because, like for example, last last year, I think they did the same and took Alex Riva yeah. To Madrid, which is a, yeah. I mean, an amazing experience for a twenty twenty one year old that is just coming out of college. Exactly. So, yeah, I think it gives them like a good preparation and good motivation for them to keep striving for more.
1: For sure. I mean, you get to see see how those guys, you know, train and you get to, you know, play practice sets. And, you know, Mike Bryan was there, so we got to play some some doubles with Mike Bryan. I mean, it was super cool. And, And you kind of see the level, you know, you get to, you know, watch, you know, Chillers Query, Chillers Tiafo you know, steady play it, you know, right from from the side of the court and, and you kind of figure things out and you learn a lot. So it's really cool.
0: Yeah. Um, of course, prior to the whole coronavirus situation, you won your second future event in Antalya. Yes. Uh, how did that improve the confidence in your game mentally-wise?
1: Yeah, I think it just kind of affirmed all, all the the hard work that I've put in really the past, you know, year, year and a half that I haven't been able to show cause I've been, I've been injured. Um, but it's really a time where I was, you know, busting my butt, you know, every day, long days in the gym, long days, you know, working on my, on my mind. And I think that kind of just like solidified and proved to me that, you know, the stuff that you do will, you know, you'll, you'll get your fruit from it. And, um, yeah, I was, you know, like I said, I was ready to go. I was ready to play another five, six events over there, but unfortunately, because of the of the virus, we had to. You know, I only got one week over there for a tournament, so uh, tough break. But as soon as uh, as soon as it settles down and, and tennis starts back up again, you know, hopefully, we'll be able to uh, get back out there and and start where you left off.
0: Yeah, especially because in November from 2019, I was actually checking your results and you were playing qualies of the future events and the fact that now in March, you were actually able to win one of these events must have been huge for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, so basically what happened to you is, you know, I, I lost my ranking because I didn't play. Um, so, I have a protected ranking which I can use for nine events. Yeah. Um, or I have, you know, a current ranking, which I really didn't have. So, you know, it's actually, yeah, I went to Greece in November and, and played qualies there. Um, and basically, you're just starting from scratch again. But I actually I really enjoyed it. Um, again, unfortunately, I only had one week over there because my elbow flared up again. So kind of had to take care of that and back off a little bit. Um, but I think health-wise now, you know, we're, we're pretty much in the clear.
0: Yeah, Um. well, as I said previously, you're only 20 years old and you have lived a lot of experiences, good, bad. How do you think that that helped you to become the player you are today?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, traveling. I think, you know, I've been traveling the world internationally since I was 12, 13. Um, i've seen a lot of things you know i'm only 20 but i've, I've seen i've seen a decent amount i've traveled a lot um, i've met a lot of people i've seen a lot of people um, i think all that all that stuff kind of builds your character and and you know looking back on those things and reflecting and, and seeing you know what you could have done better how you reacted with these people you know this and that and uh, i think it all builds all builds your character and who you are as a person so it's it's really neat you know when you get to have that kind of lifestyle
0: yeah how how would you compare your career in juniors to what you're experiencing now because of course in juniors you were used to going to all these events which despite normally you don't get a paycheck for it um you're playing like all these main draws of these huge events you're ranked high in the world and then you make the transition to college and then the transition to the future events where there's not a lot of money Normally in college, you get all everything paid for, like all the rackets, shoes and everything. And now you move into the into the future events where there's not a lot of money. How how have you balanced that transition?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a completely different world. I mean, like you said, going going from I think like it's like top 50 junior, you know, you're playing like you're playing some pretty sweet places, you know, it's. Like, everything's paid for because ITF pays for, like, you know, the grade A's, the grade 1's. You're playing Grand Slams, like, you know, everything everything is, like, all fun and games, pretty much. Even in college, you know, like, you get treated, like, unbelievable. You know, everything is everything is taken care of. You got a trainer traveling with you. Um, but I kind of, we played Futures a lot, actually, when I was, like, 16, 15. So I actually got to look at that side of things while I was still in the good side of things in juniors and, and even in college so I knew you know I know how it was um, I think the bottom line is you kind of just got to love you know being at the bottom and in the trenches for a little bit you know and if you're good enough then you know your level will rise and you'll continue to progress you know to challengers to our events and, and so on um, but yeah you, you kind of have you got to have a good attitude in the beginning, for sure. And if not, it's it becomes a lot more difficult.
0: Yeah, Do you think that actually helped you, the fact that you went through it while you were still playing juniors?
1: I think so, yeah. I mean, I think... Because, I mean, I, I don't know my schedule exactly, but, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, we... I think I got my first point at either 15 or 16. Um, I mean, at that time, I was playing... I think I already made a quarter to the US open juniors i mean semi at wimbledon and then i think i made a semi at wimbledon and then a couple of weeks later i was playing like a qualities of future and like pittsburgh or something <laughs>
0: yeah which is a uh, tough <laughs>
1: yeah which is tough, so, right? i mean you really you really see and when you're young you're kind of like oh man like like this sucks like this is this is not nice but then when you you know when you get a little bit older i think you know by the time i was 18 i was like yeah i mean this is you don't have to like it, but you gotta respect that level because I mean, guys can still, you know, freaking play, and, and these guys are good, um, and you gotta treat it with respect. But at the same time, you kind of just gotta go out there and, and you and you want to move through it as quick as you can.
0: Yeah, you also got to win Kalamasu the national, the USD national championships twice, right? In sixteens yeah, and eighteen,
1: sixteen and eighteen, yeah.
0: Yeah. So for. The people who don't know if you win Kalamazoo in 18s, you get a wild card into the main draw of the U.S. Open. So can you just talk about that? How was that experience for you playing at Flushing Meadows next to all the big guys?
1: Yeah, it was it was it was awesome. I mean, um, absolute battle in the final of Kalamazoo. It was a five setter Um, and then playing at the Open was uh, I mean, it was kind of just surreal a little bit. I mean, I was 17 and and playing in the main draw of a, of a Grand Slam um, was kind of a little bit, you know, too good to be true. Um, and I actually had some pretty decent chances to to at least take a set or a couple sets off the guy that I was playing. But, Who uh, did you
0: play against?
1: I played Adrian Maciarras. Oh, Adrian Menendez, yeah,
0: Adrian Menendez Maciarras.
1: Yeah, kind really? of veteran guy, veteran challenger, challenger player and, and uh, makes you hit a lot of balls and yeah, it was actually, you know, the first two sets were really competitive, but then um, I think the third physically I kind of kind of gassed out. Um, but it was a great experience, and I mean, it's something that for sure I'll never forget, and I'm really, you know, privileged I got that opportunity.
0: Yeah, plus that that actually also helps you know to know what you need to get to that level.
1: Exactly, yeah. I mean, I had that whole week, pra- I mean, I practiced with... Uh, I practiced with Gasquet. I practiced with, uh, with Ferrer. Um, I had a couple of really good practices, you yeah. know, playing with those top guys. And then, you know, just like you said, seeing, seeing kind of how things match up and, and what you need to improve on. Obviously, when you're 17, it's it's everything. Um, but it was really cool to see. So it was, it was really great.
0: Yeah, plus that's what people may not realize, that you were that you play the U.S. Open before going to college, which is, like, an amazing experience. The fact that, yeah. you're, that you're 17, you're playing the U.S. Open, and then a couple of months later, you're just in a classroom like a regular student, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And yeah. um, so, despite be- being early in your career, how would you grade your decision from leaving college?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I kind of like to live my life with, with no no regrets, and you know, if I want to pull the plug on something and, and I feel like doing something, then I'm, I'm probably going to do it, you know. Uh, I'm going to just go with the gut, and that was the decision at the time. And I think it's actually been a really good decision for me despite, like, lack of, lack of playing due to injury. Um, you know, I think the person that I've become and how fit I've become, you know, a lot of different things that probably wouldn't have happened if I would have stayed and I'm sure things, other things would have happened if I would have stayed. So, um, I just try to live, you know, in the present and yeah, I'm happy with, with the decision. Yeah.
0: So basically we get to the last segment of the, of the show, which is called the D one five. It's five rap rapid fire questions. So you got to answer them as fast as you can. Okay.
1: Okay. Sounds
0: good. North Carolina or Texas? North Carolina. Juniors or college? Juniors. Rap or pop? Pop. Most listen artists at the moment? Luke Bryan. Favorite Grand Slam plate? Wimbledon. <laughs> All right, perfect, Patrick. Um Well, no, thank you so much for taking the time to be, no to be in this podcast. As I told you off air, we're trying to educate people and basically let them know that going to college, even if it's for a couple of months, it can really help you mature going into the professional tour. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, no, I wanna thank you for your time, actually. No problem. Thank you for having me and uh, and good luck with everything. Thank you. Well, so um, this way we get to the end of another episode of the Division One Only podcast. Thank you to Patrick and thank you to everyone that has tuned in and see you next time. Thank you.